thing is I, I'm a worrier. I worry too much. And that's one of the things I'm, I constantly try to work on is turning those obstacles into opportunities. And you know, everything is a series of obstacles. It's how you tackle them or how you take them head on and how you act in response to them that, that matters. That was Josh Brewster. And this is Guild Stories. Welcome to Guild Stories, the podcast where every person has a story, and it's the stories that connect us all. I am Justin Rickliffs, founder and CEO of Guild Content. We are so grateful you're here. This podcast is a place where we will explore the stories of hustlers, dreamers, and doers who are going for it by pursuing meaningful work and living life with purpose. Welcome to Guild Stories. Welcome back, and Happy New Year, I guess. Um, Absolutely. Happy New Year. 2021 man we'll see what uh what 2021 brings compared to <laughs> we've set a very low bar <laughs> yeah. It, yeah i love the uh the charlie's car wash billboard if 2020 was a car and it's like this dirty dirty ass uh ref or, or whatever it is for or whatever it is um so to get to the point we, we're joined today by josh brewster who is a buddy and a fellow um sojourner in this creative agency space um he, he's much further along on the path than we are, but it's fun. It'll We're be fun. all at the bottom, just <laughs> climbing. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, so Josh is the VP of public relations at Trizolo. Uh, Josh develops and maintains relationships with clients, and he leads teams that provide public relations leadership and support with some of KC's most iconic brands, which I can't wait to hear about, including Boulevard Brewing, Kansas City Power and Light District, and more than 500 McDonald's restaurants, which is one of our connection points back in the day when I was at the Chiefs. Um, Josh is on the board of directors for the KC Tech Council, and he's an active member of St. Elizabeth Parish and School. Josh holds a BA in communications with an emphasis in journalism from SLU. And earned his MBA at Rockhurst. So um, The Billikens Billikens are a sleeper this year (laughs) for the tournament time. Let's go. Let's go. Think about Um, it. So, Jay, welcome to the show, man. Thank you for having me. This is exciting. You got a beautiful space here, and it's been a long time since I've seen your face in person. It's it's good to get some a human touch. It is, man. It is it, in, in the era of Zoom fatigue and all the different like. It's like, man, it's it's good to be with you, like it's in person. Great. It's great. It's great. Um, so, quick context, and then you'll kind of wind us all the way back, but just so people kind of know our connection. So um, I think I met you first through Centurions, right? Or did I meet you first through McDonald's or what was it the other way around? You know, I think it was through Centurions. I think so too. I think, I so. think so too. I was the world's worst. I was like a deep minus Centurions. Um, yeah, you weren't very good, but I tell you what, <laughs> the, the, the moment we met, I knew we'd be buddies because you're, you're a good man and, and uh, I could take a joke and, uh, you know, that, those were the good old days for sure. Oh, I feel man. like there's a little bit less worry in the world, but, um, you know, that was, that was a good time. I cherish those days. Yeah. That, that was a fun for me year. Cause then I left to go to Florida for that second year. So yeah, I definitely failed the Centurions class. Um, but I got to meet awesome <laughs> folks like yourself. I forgot about that. No. And, and in my mind, you, you passed. <laughs> Thank you. D's get degrees. That's not saying much. No, but. it's not. Um, and then at, during my ste- second stint with the chiefs, we got to work together on some projects yeah. with red Friday and Ronald McDonald house and the, our friends, um, in the golden arch business. Absolutely. And, uh, and uh, super, super good dude. And you've been um, maybe unknowingly a, a, a neat mentor for me as we've kind of crafted our our path here in this agency space. And uh, man, I'm just I'm grateful to 
have you with us and uh, and Thank hear you. your story, man. Thank you. I'm I'm proud of you to see to see what what you've built and to know what you want and go and get it and capture it and take the bull by the horns. I love it. I'm I'm proud of you. Yeah, the bull the bull might be when I'm not sure. We we have a hold of the horns. I'm not exactly sure where <laughs> where the bull is taking us, but we're on it. Um, so, man, for those that don't know you, maybe kind of wind us back to the to the to the jump. Um, where'd you grow up? Tell us, like, get us into your story, and then we'll we'll see where this trail. Yes, exists. I'm born and raised in Kansas City, and uh, on the on the south side of the river. Yep, see, that's yep. where that's where you and I differ yep. here. But the Northland, where's that? Is that like St. Joe? <laughs> yeah, right. You have you've shown me the light, and and being here and seeing downtown Liberty is it brings me back to to good times too. But yeah, I'm born and raised in Kansas City. Um, went to where my kids go to school now, yeah. which is awesome. That's cool. Uh, yeah, went to the school called St. Elizabeth, and I'm so I'm active in it now, and uh, and just to see my my kids grow up in the same strong, tight knit, close knit community is really special and yeah. important to me, and to see them love it for their own reasons is yeah. even better. Yeah, and uh, yeah, then went to Rockers High School, and and you know met. You know, met some of the most important people in my life there, uh, teachers as well as students. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those weird people. My best friends in life are the same four guys awesome. from grade school. And then there's a few more that came on from high school. And, and that's just, that's just special. It's definitely built who I am. And yeah, yeah then, yeah, then, yeah. um, you know, got my mom's one of 10 kids. So we got this large family and this oh, one, you know, this large community, but, um, you know, went off, did my time in St. Louis yeah. for four years. And, um, you know, I thought about playing sports in college at a small school, but I really wanted to, what'd you uh, play? I played, I played football. Okay, I, knew that. Okay, um, I, thought, yeah. I played other sports, but I wasn't yeah. good at other sports. Um, but I, but I wanted to, I'm, I'm glad I chose a school for the school and, yeah. and St. Louis university was, was just incredible. And, mm. and, um, I, I, got to play rugby there. And that's, and what was fun about that was one, the, the competition was great and I got, I got my fix. Uh, but also it allowed me to, to see the the country, which I, which I otherwise wouldn't, wouldn't have done. And so I think back to those days and, and, uh, and, and think fondly of that. Yeah. So then, you know, then got into the journalism business. Yeah. That's what I always wanted to be was a sports writer. I wrote sports for the St. Louis post dispatch. I didn't know right that. College. Yeah. Okay. Covering, wrestling and and awesome. uh, swimming and diving uh, you know I never got to cover a football game because that was for real reporters uh, <laughs> but but it was it was a lot of fun and nothing is worse and it, you learn an easy lesson to spell people's name right yep. because when you yep. have some kid who is all metro swim team and you spell his name wrong in the newspaper mom and dad, uh, mom and dad are yep. calling and so I you know I I preach to this day you know, proof everything and, and double check things. And, uh, and then, and then, you know, wanted to get closer to Kansas city. So I worked up in St. Joe and wrote, wrote for the newspaper up there with the crime beat and learned a lot and met a lot of good people, met lifelong friends up there. Huh. And, uh, yeah, then I, then I saw the writing on the wall in the, in the journalism industry and, and wanted to join the dark side of things. <laughs> but I also had my, my sights set on our family company where, huh. where my, my wife is my, uh, childhood sweetheart, my, my high yeah. school sweetheart. And so we, we started dating in high school and her family had a 
this small, you know, communications agency. And so I started to, I realized that's what I wanted to do, but I, I didn't want to just join. And, and frankly, I don't think they wanted me to join just right out of the newspaper business. I wanted to get my feet wet and kind of learn the ranks. And so bounced around at a few places, got different types of experiences, small, small companies, large companies, corporate communications, uh, book editing, mm. um, and, and sort of did all that and, and finally begged my way onto the family company. And, That's awesome. and since then, when was that roughly, uh, I, I've been at Trezolo for 14 years. 14. Okay. And, okay. and so, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't know if they'd want me and, you know, one of the things about working with, a, about, you know, working in a family company is you, you need to prove yourself. You don't want to be the, the son-in-law. By that time I was the son-in-law. And, and since then we've gotten married and had kids and I've gotten my MBA. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, nobody wants to be Tommy Callahan. And, and son-in-laws are even worse. You know, there's like the son level and then there's like the right. son-in-law level. And, you know, that was one of the things that Pasquale Trezola, my father-in-law and the founder of Trezola Communication Group told me, it's like, we, we need to work even harder than anyone here to prove you. You know, there's going to be people that are waiting for you to to mess up, and maybe that was a dark, sure, a dark sure. opinion. Um, but it, but you know, you know the stakes, and and we've dug in, and I've got a fellow brother-in-law who's also an in-law. Oh, cool. My brother-in-law is there, as well as my other brother-in-law, who's Angelo Trizolo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so um, it's been really special. And for for several years, my wife and I got to drive into work and work together. And and she, uh, with each kid we have, she's. Uh, slowly kind of transitioned yeah. her workload. Because y'all have four. We have four babies, kids. Right? Yes. Yeah, 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 yes. Yeah. So four kids and awesome. all under the age of 12 and just trying to keep up with the Rickless, you dude, know. It's a uh, bad race, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, but they light up my life. They they are um, they are everything to, to Sarah and I, and and uh, it's it's a lot of fun, yeah, this man. roller coaster. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Um, so when you were, uh, I'm just, I, I didn't know. I mean, I, I know you fairly well um i'm not one of your fort rockers buddies but but <laughs> yeah that, that, that <laughs> ship has sailed buddy you're yeah, out that's right yeah, i'm just oak park northland trash is our friend show oh, i would say hey. um the uh <laughs> the holy smokes i'm easily distracted um the the entry point for you i, I know what you do today and i know the impact you have today in, in this city and in, in this industry um like what were those early writing days like at you know writing crime beat stories in St. Mm. Joe? Like I, like how do you approach the cuz it is a it is a an art it's part science but like you doing the work of like showing up at these random you know mm. St. Yeah. Joe diner yeah. robberies or whatever like what what was yeah. that like what was the actual yeah. work like Well everyone loves a fish out of water tale and you know the movies like Elf it's just it's just great. Well, that, I was a fish out of water. I was, you know, Kansas City boy and, and yeah. going up into a small town and, and trying to get the police chief to, to give me the scoop, you know, and he's looking at me like, get Dude, lost, yeah, buddy, right. you know. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it was, it was crazy because my hours were 2 to 11 p.m. Okay. And well, I, I, was in, I didn't know anybody. I, I, it, was, it was like after St. Louis, um, you know, coming, and I was like, I got a cool place on top of a restaurant and, but my hours were two to 11 and, and Tuesday through Saturday to, huh. to boot. Huh. And, uh, and so it was, it was interesting, but we listened to police scanners and, and that's, that was, that determined my day. I'd, I'd have some longer lead stories and that's time management yep. 101, yep. you know, learn that early. That's one of the beauties of, of 
of journalism is you learn to write under pressure and think under pressure. You learn to question things. Um, and, and then you also learn to multitask. You got the long-term things and then, you know, I've all, all of a sudden that pulsing, that means there's a fire, uh, you know, you gotta drop everything go. and, and yep. go get it. I tell you what though, it, it was a lot of, uh, pulling up to sad things huh. and, I, I dreaded it. I dread interviewing people um, after a fire. Uh, I'd always just try to get away. Can I just interview the, the fire chief about this? No, <laughs> the human element in there. And so sometimes you got to do sure. things you don't want to do. But I tell you what, the the uh, some of the more dramatic things that I covered was um, tornadoes mm-hmm. and to see people's lives literally uplifted. Um, and, and frankly, that was, that was when I knew I wasn't cut out for the business was having to interview people whose lives were torn apart, death and, and all that s- terrible stuff. And I just didn't want to do it anymore, but I tell you what, some of the more, most powerful stories that I've ever Absolutely. written come from that heartache and that sadness, which is terrible and car accidents and, and, um, but I, I, I was able to carve a niche there of writing um, sort of impactful feature stories, if you will, um, kind of based on that emotion. I'm long-winded. Yeah. I'm long-winded in writing. Me too. The, the, the folks at Trizolo uh, know that when I write something, they, I'm, and I'm like, they're, word the every word is like my child, <laughs> so, you know, I was like, what, you're going to eliminate You can't that? cut that yeah, sentence. It's vital. Yeah. So I did learn the art of adding a whole bunch of, you know, incoherent stuff at the end so somebody could feel good about Chop cutting that, that. Yeah, yeah just get yeah. rid of that so but you know that was, it was it was a good old days but yeah covering covering the police beat it was you feel alive man the 10 o'clock that that uh, pulse there's there's been a um you know some big breaking case and it was it was cool yeah that's cool man. yeah it's interesting because i um I, I hear you saying that and like again knowing and we'll get to this but knowing the the types of clients you have now the type of work you do um the team you're leading um that 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 emotion is still like this really central part to the work itself like if 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 you're pitching a story or writing a release or um sharing a, a corporate or civic um happening event story release whatever the case may be if you can't connect to the emotion of the reader or the whoever's engaging the content, like you got no chance, man. And so I, I figured you'd go down that road and I'm so glad you did. Like, I think in those days you cut your teeth, like the chops you learned were, no man, for anybody to pay attention, it has to be emotional. Yeah. It has to be. You, you need to make them feel something. At the, feel happiness, sadness, pain, anger, when people feel something, they connect. And, and so that's, that's been important. And, and also you have like two sentences to make them feel something. And that's what the power of writing is, but same for video, same for, um, you know, a, a newsletter, website, copy, anything you have, like literally three seconds. It's a, it's a billboard, the billboard mentality. People are going 80 miles an hour down I-70. Your billboard better say what it needs to say in, in a split second. 
and you know so that that's true in everything yeah sure. man I've, I've i've said this a lot I've, i feel like a like the old guy like beating this drum but i was like hey no if you can't do that in seconds it's not because people are mean or they don't they don't like or or think you're a cool person or a neat company they literally don't care if you can't connect to them in that instant they don't care not yeah. because they're bad people but because they're driving 80 miles per hour down i-70 right um right. and and it yeah it's it's yeah i'm i'm, I'm grateful you went went there um you mentioned the which i thought was an interesting way to phrase it you you mentioned joining the dark side i think there's this uh, not think i should be more direct there's this um this vibe that like oh agencies and like it's this weird you know bad thing and you're not part of the brand and you're not part of the property but you're like this middle middle ground like um i'm curious why you use that phrase well Humor is, is the best way to, to get anything across. And I, I use that term a lot, just jokingly, because really what what public relations is and what agency are is we are like right-hand men and women. Yeah. You know, we're, we're in it with you and we're, um, we're the brutes when we need to be the brutes. We're the shoulder to cry on when, when you need a shoulder to cry on. And so, like, our clients are the shining star, all right? And we're the, the shadow behind them, uh, you know, the, the angel and the devil on, on both sides, like consulting with them, you know, giving them our foremost recommendations, but also going to bat with them. And, and sometimes that's not pretty. And, and sometimes it's, it's a, a walk in the park. But, you know, we are never in the spotlight. We're always on the dark side of the moon. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so it's not a bad thing. Yeah. It's, it's the other side of the coin for sure. That's beautiful, man. I love that. I love even the way you it's – a, it's a supportive reap strength position that yeah. again man like sometimes can get the shadow can get forgotten or discarded but like it is as real yeah. as the shiny part ceos uh chief marketing officers presidents of companies are they're human too and and oftentimes it's lonely at the top and and sometimes what they need in their darkest moment is is a partner and what they need at the the, the highest highs is is a, a partner to either help tell that story or keep him grounded or, or whatever. So that's that's what we're here to do. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so 14 years ago, you walk into the family business uh, as the new guy. And it's like, oh, there's Josh. I don't know. Uh, right. <laughs> um, I, I'm curious, like, the, the it's easy for me to kind of think in context or comparison, but the 14-year-ago version of, both you and the company. And then there's this long journey with a bunch of like twists and turns to the like 2021 version of Josh Brewster and the company. Like what, what is that narrative? I know that's a, that's a seven day conversation, not a, yeah. not a 40 minute one, but um, what's that as you like reflect on, on those 14 years, like what narrative chunks come out in your mind? Well, what I tell my team all the time <laughs> is everyone's so busy now this this world is is going so much faster than it was 14 years ago yeah. and what i tell my team is when i started um there were days where i was twiddling my thumbs 
quite try, literally. Yes, tr yeah. trying to find billable work, trying to drum up new business, trying to um, rationalize my time. Your existence. <laughs> yes, and, and the value I bring to clients. And uh, now I look around, and there's no one on our team that has a, even a chance to take a breath during the day. And, and I know that can weigh a different, yep. Uh, yep. Uh, yep. differently on you. But there's nothing worse than not than feeling insecure about the amount of work you're doing. Yep. Yep. And so um, I just I think back to those early days. But I also think back in 14 years, our, our company has grown, has has doubled, more than doubled. Uh, I remember our in our, what in in size okay. and in employees yeah, revenue and, and certainly yeah. much more than that yeah. than in revenue yeah. uh, and and in and with clients as well. Yeah. But I think back where when I first started, every day started with our, our whole company around a table talking huh. about what was going on this day. I can't I couldn't imagine all huh. 60 of us, 65 of us today sitting around doing that. But but um, you know, so I think back and all the people that have come through mm -hmm. the agency and and it's like a it's like a fraternity or sorority. Once you're a member, you're always a member. And and when when somebody retires or or moves away, we understand that's all part of the thing. Yeah. But people come back for the for the happy hour or yeah. you know for the for the get together, and it's so fun to see uh, former you know mm -hmm. alums mm -hmm. come back. But just the people are are everything. And my first boss, who had the challenge of being the boss to the son-in-law son <laughs> right. is such a mentor to this day's mentor. He's, uh. he's on, he's on my team uh. now and he's, uh. um, he's a consultant and he teaches public relations and, and, and helps me out. And to this day, he's still a mentor and he really showed, showed me the ropes, but um, it's been a learning experience. And there was a time that I never thought that I'd have confidence and what I'm doing, that I knew, know what I was talking about, that anyone would believe a word I ever said in this industry, because you just, you, you lack the experience, you yeah. lack the, the know-how, the confidence, and somewhere along those lines, it clicked, and, and it's, it's, it's been, it's great, yeah. but I see my, the young members of our team kind of wondering the same thing. Of course they are, And, yeah. and all you, all you can do is continue to give them experience, give them opportunities to shine. I think my team will tell you, I, I, we kind of throw them into the deep end and, uh, Cannibal, bro, yeah, let's go. Oh yeah. boy. Yeah. And uh, there's no better way than to learn that the ups and downs and, and mistakes are going to happen, but uh, we've all got each other's backs. And, and so these last 14 years have, have been great. And, and I found myself as one of the, one of the old timers at, at Trezola, yeah. which is a little sad, but, it, yeah. but, yeah. No, it's, uh, it's, it, as you say, as you said that in my mind, I'm sitting here going, man, like at, at one point we were those, what, whatever job we had previously, like we were the ones in the room that kind of looked to see, Hey, what's, what would that version of Josh Brewster say? Or what would, you know, like you were the, the young 25 up and comer trying to figure it out. Right. And, and now it's, it's, it's really kind of this mostly good but sometimes eerie feeling of like hey my group's looking at me for the exactly for the like how, yeah. how's he gonna respond your yeah. group's looking to you like all of a sudden you're in the room going like hey josh's voice really matters 
and they're, they're looking and they're seeing how you respond to things. Of course they are. Yeah. You know, how yeah. You can't overreact, can't underreact. Yeah. yeah. All that stuff. They're watching. I, the first meeting I ever went to was with my father-in-law, Pasquale Trizolo. And I, I remember we were at a, a transportation company in town and I was, I'd never seen him in action huh. and it blew me away. Huh. I, Cause you well, knew him as like as, girlfriend's dad. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Friday my, night after my the father football Yes. Yeah. And, and, uh, but to see him in action and the passion that he brought to a, this wasn't a, a hundred person presentation. This is a one-on-one mm. conversation and he brought it mm. all like heart and soul and I just, one, it was awesome, and I learned so much. But two, I was like, uh, oh, man, I got a long way to go. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean. <laughs> yeah, I got I got I got my work cut out for me here. So, But people are watching. Your kids are watching yeah, how you react in, in yeah. situations. And, yeah, it, it matters. Yeah, that's great. Um, I'm curious how, like, the work itself, the, 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 the art of public relations, um, how has that changed? And I mean, the, in that 14 years, we've experienced yeah. like uh, massive economic challenges a couple times, right? 20, 20, you know, 2008, 2020. Um, we've experienced the like the good and the bad explosiveness of social media. We've experienced this like rapid inc- in, incline of, you know, 24-7, 365 news coverage. Like you're pitching stories like in its most basic form like you are you are you are fishing for you know you're, you're you've got a big story on the hook and you're like waiting come on come on come on like you want people to bite um the, the world is like a, a again overstatement of the or obvious statement of the year but like um 20 oh you know 2006 versus 2021 yeah like the world is le- legitimately different like how is the pr business yes. evolved in that landscape oh it's so much harder it's so much harder but it's also in, the, in, in the way of what like it's harder because there's there's no excuses anymore for for getting mm-hmm. your story told mm-hmm. when i first started it was literally and this isn't a cliche it was literally sending news releases or or a, a pitch or a letter to the editor of a magazine and hoping that they'll do a story. And and it was easy and reasonable to say to the client, ah, they didn't like it. Yeah. You know, and so we'll get them next time. And now, back then, I, I promise, like, that's we didn't let it in there. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We don't take no for an answer uh, in, in, in PR and storytelling. But now, oftentimes, we're telling our clients, forget the media. Let's... Let's go straight to our audience and let's tell a story in, you know, directly to them. Let's, let's, you know, they're, we're at their fingertips anyways. Yes. You know, why do we need a third party to middle, tell this middle story? Middleman or woman, yeah. Yeah, and so there's no more excuses not to share stories. And, and that's awesome and exciting. It's also hard uh, to, to, you know, you, you always have to, to, to think. But, man, the... Yeah, social media has has changed the game for sure. But it's all about content and, and good, strong content. I, you know this better than anyone. Your listeners know that as well. But, you know, it doesn't have to be polished content anymore. There's, there, you know, you, you get into the, the, the newer phase of newer wave of things and, and it's like, oh, we need to 
everything needs to be super polished now because we have all this technology. And now we're finding this next phase of things where, you know, the grittier things are, the more real they are, the more iPhone captured they are, is makes it all the more authentic. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when I, I say authentic, authenticity now is is great. And that, that's, yeah. that's encouraging because yep. Yep. you know, you, you heard the term spin doctors, you know, public relations people are, you know, historically spin doctors. No, there's no more spinning things. Like can't. it yep. is, uh, you know, film don't lie, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, words no longer lie. There's just too much going on. And so authenticity now is, is the name of the game. Whereas before it was all about like, how do we, how do we sell this? Mm-hmm. And now, now what we're doing for our clients is like, how do we show our real selves to people? Mm. And, and frankly, the last two years is its own phase. You know, there, there was the early years uh, going back just to like the last 15 years. There's like the, the first five years. And then there's like this eight years of like transition to, you know, social and online and everything. And in the last two years, it's like, there's, there are no rules. And, and that's exciting. It's a little scary, but it makes our meetings, our brainstorms a, <laughs> a, a heck of a lot more lively. fun. Yeah. Oh, man. It's like nothing's off the table. Yeah. It's like, yeah. let's see how smart we can we can be. Yes. It's fun. Yeah. It's awesome. It, it's like this, um, the, the power dynamic got, like the, the, the roots got pulled up from the tree. Yeah. And it just got flipped upside down where it's like, yeah, 15 years ago still – and there's still like lots of um, power in like a big na- nationwide media campaign, for example. Absolutely. Like there's still lots of eyeballs. The brand still has lots of power in, in, in purchasing attention. But but at the at the authentic you know community level, the 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 power's flipped to. I should say in I, I don't know I, power's maybe too strong of language, but like the the user has the control of the experience and and the comment sections are almost as important as the the original content up there yeah yeah yeah. and frankly the the lines have blurred between public relations and traditional advertising and marketing there's there's such a there's not a barrier at all now you know it's it's um it's all connected it's all connected and you know, if, if you're not thinking dynamically, then you're out. And so it's, you know, that's what drives us is like, man, there's, there's ideas like on our tail from whether it's the competition or other agencies and it keeps everybody on their toes. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be curious to know. Um, and, and, you know, I'm, I've got plenty of our own war stories for in these last almost four years, but like, um, the agency thing is a grind too. Um, th- there's like, so th- it's cool to, and we haven't necessarily experienced it at the high level, but like you win an award or you run this cool campaign or you get placed in this cool thing and like all this, the, the shiny, like the shiny part of it is, is fun and alluring and all that. Um, but holy smokes, man, like if it's, and maybe I'm like airing my dirty laundry here um, <laughs> and, and I need your therapy and your wisdom, but like it, it's a, it's a, it's an industry that you that doesn't really have an off switch. Um, there's and, not a busy season. Right. <laughs> there's not a down season. Right, right. Yeah. There's just the yeah. season. Yeah. And and I think if it's not at least on the table for like, 
hey man, you may your people you, you talked about it earlier, your your team never has a dull moment, which is great that the work justifies like the 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 continued involvement of this group. Um the the flip side of that is like major burnout or major resentment or made you know and again I um um I just is that on the table in in terms of conversation in terms of culture in terms of like what the hell are we doing yeah (laughs) like it's it's a hard thing at least for our group in this scrappy young stage to like turn it off you know yeah my brother is a vascular surgeon all right he's also a PhD on stuff that I don't even understand how to say he's dealing (laughs) with life and death situations his bad day is justified as being a bad day um i tell my team all the time we're not dealing in rocket science we're not dealing in heart surgery um we're telling stories and uh worst case scenario um somebody reads an article that's that's not you know not brand happy and uh but at the end of the day, we got to thank our lucky stars yeah. and, and be, be thankful that um, life is still good and, and nobody died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, it, it can weigh on you. It, it is a grind. It is a grind. And our team is, is so busy. And I, I fear every day of burnout. And, and one of the things I, I try to tell is, is that the highs aren't as high as they yeah. really are and yeah. the lows aren't as low as they ever are. And, and that's important to keep perspective there. Also, family is first. And so, you know, don't let work get in the way of what truly matters in your life. If you need time, take the time. If, if you need to, even, even on a day-to-day basis, like don't be in a meeting if, if your daughter's has a piano recital. Like, what are you doing here? Yeah. Um, we stopped a meeting short yesterday with a client because there was a spelling bee on a zoom with one of our coworkers (laughs) and he gosh darn it needed to be on it. Like, and that is the most important thing going on right now. It's not about, Oh, how many likes did this Facebook post get? No. Did she spell supercalifragilisticexpialidocorrectly? (laughs) And gosh darn it. She did. did. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Her, her dad works at Trezol. He's the smartest guy in the world. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I love it, man! It, no, it's it, burnout, man, and 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 frankly, there's easier places to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's easier careers, and and frankly, they they pay a lot more too. But there's something about our industry that is so rewarding. One, you get to work with lots of clients yep. on on the agency yep. side, and you're like part of the mix. Yeah, and it and it has this rewarding factor: telling stories in communities, engaging charities with brands. Um, you know, telling, telling a story that otherwise would have never gone, gotten out there. It's awesome. And, and it, it's worth like all the blood, sweat and tears. Yeah, no, it's, um, yeah, it's well said. And I, I, I agree and I love it because it's like, and we, we talk, and again, much different stage of, of life cycle for our group compared to yours. But, um, we, we talk about in our little small team all the time, like, Hey, you on the open market, you're, you're way more valuable. Like you could go do something and make a lot more money, have way better benefits or benefits period. Like you, you could go, (laughs) but like it is a, it is, it is, it's a really, I think you use the word rewarding. It's a rewarding to sit across from a business owner or a marketing leader or a somebody trying to figure out how to navigate this stuff. And they're like trusting us enough to look across the table or uh, next to them and go, 
hey, how do we do this? What what should we say? How do we show up? What's what's the right play here? Yeah. Like that's to to find, and, and I think for a long time, um, well, I, I'd say it this way: the 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 value in 2021 of being able to identify and crystallize and curate the story um, in a, in a super fragmented, crazy environment is is really damn valuable, and it's really hard work um but it is rewarding work. yeah the most rewarding thing about it though is being surrounded by super smart people sure. every day there are careers that you pay pay a lot of money and even in our industry like you can go and work on the client side or something like that and but you might be a, a you might be the pr person or the com- communications person at your company but to be surrounded by like seven eight nine really smart communicators Caring. and thinking yep. and thinkers yep. is uh, man it just makes it keeps you young it keeps you thinking yeah. and it pushes you man i i learned i'm easily the dumbest person on my team <laughs> and that is the one that's not saying much uh but but it's i learned so much from these folks and yeah that's great it's awesome um I, I can imagine a few, but I'd just be curious to hear what comes to mind for you. Like these last, you know, call it five years, whatever, two to five years, a few projects that you've been a part of that you've, because we've all had those moments where you're like, how in the hell did I get to this room or to this project or to this thing yeah. uh, where you've had kind of that stepped out of the, of the moment and looked at it and been like, well, we were a part of that thing. Like, what yeah. are a few projects that come to mind yeah. that you're going? Well, the first, and this is you and I have have the same roots in this, is is what we did with McDonald's yeah. and Ronald McDonald House and Red Friday. It's yeah. such a special thing. It's so yeah. dear to my heart. I, I cherish everyone at the Ronald McDonald House of Kansas City. And, and um, what they do there is... Mind blown. Talk about thanking your lucky stars of, of what you yeah. have and what they're doing keeping families close is just is just amazing. And I think back to our first year working with McDonald's and, and the task was we need to do tell the story better of of um, how McDonald's connects with Ronald McDonald House. A lot of a lot of people think that Ronald McDonald House is run by McDonald's. That's not true. Ronald McDonald House is uh, McDonald's is is very generous to Ronald McDonald House, but they need everyone. They need the whole community's support. And so, but our our task was to help tell a stronger story and and help elevate Red Friday, which, as you know, is to kick off the the yeah. Chief season. But it's also to raise money for Ronald McDonald House. First and foremost, it's that. And so we're selling flags at five dollars a pop. Um, and and the first year I think was two hundred fifty thousand dollars and. We came up with this idea. Let's these, these small flags are being sold, but let's create a large one, and let's get people to sign it, and and we'll do a tour around the city, and and when they sign it, they're they're showing their pledge, one to the chiefs. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, but more importantly, it is a, you know, it is an opportunity to to show your support for Ronald McDonald House that on. September 9th or whatever day Red Friday is, they're going to come in to McDonald's and they're going to pay $5 to get a flag and all $5 of those are going to, it's going to go to Ronald McDonald house this year. 
we raised one million dollars. Holy smokes! And and that says so much about the Chiefs organization during a pandemic. During a pandemic, oh man, it was crazy. The media ate it up. It was so awesome, um, and so much credit needs to go to the Chiefs organization to Ronald McDonald House. Uh, we play a, such a small, yeah. small role in it, but. Talk, you talk about those step You're back lying, moments. By the way. You have you have a huge no way. No way. There is so many people involved in that, but the um, but to see to step back and to see and to think like in one day and change. Like there's some residual days after that, but in one million dollars stays here in Kansas City and keeps families close in like the, in their darkest hour, and that is uh, that is that is super special. Dude, of course, that's yeah, brilliant. I love it. You know, and and. We have at, at Trizola, we have the w- one of the things that's great is that our client list is so diverse, mm. but it's also like we, we're at the heart of what's going on in Kansas City, and, and that's what's fun to be yeah. a part of it. And whether it's uh, the, the Lowe's Convention Hotel and the grand opening of that, which is like smack dab in the yeah. pandemic, but right. just right, right, awesome right. to see that come to life when you're involved from the conversations from the beginning, um, launching Quirk Boulevard's new seltzer, um, which is like blown away all sales projections. Like to see that. Seltzer thing is here to stay, bro. Oh man. It absolutely (laughs) is how I keep my girlish figure, you know? Um, and, and just to, to what our, what we're doing with all of our charity, our charity work too, is just super special. Yeah. Oh man. I love it. I had you for a, Pretty uh, tank seven guy myself. But. I, I look like a, I, I have it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> nothing beats a Boulevard wheat. That's I when they created those aluminum cans at the Royals game. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a game changer. Yeah, total game changer. Total game changer. <laughs> yeah. If I if I had the, well, this would be a good question. If you had to pick one Boulevard product, what would you pick? Well. Would it be the wheat in the can? I think I'd go Tank 7 in the bottle. Yeah, t- Tank 7 is like a celebration uh, in a glass. Fair. You know, it's a, you earned it uh, when you get it. But, you know, I'm I'm old school, and I think nothing beats an unfiltered wheat. Yeah. Um, you know, ice ice cold. I like, I like the aluminum bottles, yep. but I tell you yep. what, if – you know, back when we used to go to bars, uh, I what I, was that like <laughs> <laughs> after ten o'clock? A or, good old yeah. a good old pint of yep. uh, of weed is good, but you know the Tank Seven is just such a game changer. Yeah, I mean that's great. such so tasty. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I'm curious from a you got a lot on your plate, dude. Like you're leading a big team, you're involved um, heavily into the community. You've got a beautiful young growing, evolving family, like, are there practices, are there um, ways you orient your day? I see your notepad. Like, what are some, (laughs) like, tips? Like, how do you kind of say, hey, this is the stuff that is going to get my attention today? How do do you do that? Well, I've got, I've got my priorities that, you know, it's faith, family, community, career. You know, and it's it's in, in that, that order, order. Yeah. and uh, but it feels like it's it's really easy to to make career the first one, yeah, and sure. and frankly, it does always feel first and foremost. But it's like that doesn't 
go right unless all those other things yeah. are yeah. are cranking. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I, I am a person of routine. I'm old school, bringing a pad of paper and notepad every, everywhere I go. You're looking at mine, dude. It's, it's got, yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> um, but every day I drive home or I walk <laughs> on the days that I'm working from yeah. home, I walk three steps to, and I think, what did I accomplish today? And, you know, on days, sometimes you, you're thinking, gosh, I didn't like move the needle for any of my clients. Um, and, and you think about, gosh, does that make me a failure today? And, and you get, you got to think a little further, like, well, what, what did actually happen? And, and it's funny, sometimes you notice changes and, and then sometimes you, you see him like happen in, in giant leaps, but sometimes the, the progress you're making in your life or with a client or in your faith or anything is just like the most minuscule. minuscule. Totally, man. And, and it's like when you go out of town on a work trip for like three days and you come back and your, your five-year-old like looks yes. older yeah. and you don't notice it, but it takes a little yeah. separation. So, so it's important to, at the beginning of the day to, I, I'm, I like to know exactly what's going on. Yeah. That determines how I dress, you know, the, the mind frame I'm in. Um, I, I wish I was better at, at life. You know, I wish I had like <laughs> a, a full grasp on things. But my biggest thing is I, I'm a worrier. I worry too much. And that's one of the things I'm, I constantly try to work on is turning those obstacles into opportunities. And I'm, I'm literally reading a book that is... <laughs> is called the obstacle is the way and that's by ryan holiday and it's powerful it, it's it's you know everything is a series of obstacles it's how you it's how you tackle them or how you take them head on and how you act in response to them that that matters man well said as i scribble down obstacles and opportunities <laughs> so good dude so good um i'm curious as you think about the next 14 right um, how, how do you, and again, that's hypothetical, of course, but like, as you imagine the next season, I mean, in 14 years, you'll, your youngest will be in college, right? Your current yeah. youngest. I don't know if y'all are done. If college is even a thing. <laughs> yeah. What, what the hell is that going to look like? Right. <laughs> um, so like I've been, you know, they, and we, we talked about this when you got to, uh, run into our mutual friend, Syke in our sweet little studio here. Um, man, we're, like, I think in this season of our life, it it's so much more common now to think in decades, not years. Because um, the years are just freaking flying, dude. They're just flying. So, I don't know, as we're, like, all kind of embarking on 2021 here and thinking about what this specific year looks like, like zoom it even further, fly the drone further. Like, where where does... Where does Josh Brewster's life look like? What does it look like in 14 more? I wish you wouldn't have used the word <laughs> Zoom. That's like such a bad word in my vocabulary. I just missed the, you know, Zoom it forward just that makes me think yeah, of yeah, a yeah. virtual conference call, and I don't know if I can take another yeah. one of those. Hey, hey, you're on mute, bro. Hey, man, how many times did I get? <laughs> no, you know. No, you go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man. Uh, my five-year-old is basically the star of every home a virtual call I have. I mean, she wants to, she wants awesome. to be in the boardroom big time. Awesome. So, uh, yeah. no, but um, a, a good friend of mine and she's in, 
you know, she's in the muck with us. She's got five kids and she and her husband are dear friends of ours and our kids are all friends. She, she always says, these are the good old days. Uh-huh. You know, we gotta, we gotta enjoy those. And I think 14 years from now, we'll be in a totally different place in our, in our family. Yeah. We'll be empty nesters and, you know, good Lord will and all that, all that stuff. But I also think about our company and what does that look like? We're a family business. Um, and, and, a happy one at that. And, you know, I think I, I have, I'm so blessed to, to work for my brother-in-law, Angelo Trizzolo, and he's such a visionary, just like his father is. And he's thinking that far out. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, wh- where do we want to take our, our family business? And, and I think about, gosh, it's so exciting to think where we are 15 years from now. And it's also terrifying because I guarantee it, stuff that you yeah. and I are doing on a daily basis right now yeah. will be stuff that stories are made of. You know, we yeah. won't, th- it'll be nothing like that. And so, you know. Just I, like it wasn't 14 years ago when you started. Yeah, just yeah. like it, yeah, it's a to- yeah. it'll be a totally different landscape. Yeah, but I tell you what, you know, I hope that I can look back 14 years from now and and say man we really took advantage of 2020 and 2021 was that turning point to that took our business Uh, we don't need to be freaking apple you know we don't need to be that like we need to be alive and kicking and comfortable and happy and proud and so um you know i i certainly hope that 14 years from now we'll look back and say man i'm glad we took advantage of the situation back then yeah i also hope my kids are out of jail and (laughs) uh you know and hopefully i can keep my weight down (laughs) you better drink that that's that yeah more seltzer seltzer. yes Um, which is quite tasty by the way it is tasty it is tasty um dude that's great i i want to you know try to try to understand because i think folks that like are in the i think there are a lot of family i I think the family business um i mean the stats are pretty evident like the the small business landscape makes up the majority of our economy Mm -hmm. how have you guys navigated the like complexity you know i'm thinking we've got a mutual friend darren pringer going through the same thing like as as generations evolve into leadership and grow into leadership and and former generations go into chairman roles or different ways. Like how have you, um, navigated the, the personal with the professional? Mm-hmm. Cause that stuff bleeds into Saturday afternoon at the, it at, can. at the, at the, you know, baseball game or whatever yep. else. It can, you know, when, when I first started, I, I talked to my, my father-in-law and he said, you know, I, I never want this to get to where we don't want to spend time with each other at the lake or, or, go to a basketball game or a ball game together. And, and so we, we work really hard to keep family separate from, from business. And so on Thanksgiving or on Christmas or even just normal stop bys, you know, it's, we're trying to just enjoy the moment together. We know there's stuff in the back of our minds that either we want to get off our chest or we need to talk about, and now would be a perfect time to do that. But, you know, it's also important to make sure we know how each other's feeling and, and, and laughing about a joke or what we did that weekend, you know, things like that. And so we, it's a, 
it's an effort to keep those separate. However, family and the idea of family is rooted in everything we do at work. And so, yes, there's, it's a family company. We have, um, four or five members of the family working day to day at, at Trizolo. Um, and that's, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, absolutely. It, is. it has its challenges, but it is great because we know that we are all in. We are 100% vested in what we're doing. Yep. But that family mentality, like, totally seeps into to our team. So we have family meetings, and that's not just the four or five of us. That's our whole company. Those are family meetings. They have spaghetti and meatballs and that's garlic awesome. bread and all that stuff. And and so our agency meetings are not staff meetings; they're family meetings. And so we're all we're treated that. like family. I love it. But that. then our, also our clients are part of that family too. Yeah. So you know our our conference rooms are our family tables. You know that we want them to make we want to entertain them. We want them to feel welcome, happy, full. You know all that good stuff. And so that family is is everything, and that's it's cool. deeper than just the you know, the, the terminology of it. That's cool, man. I love it. I, I didn't know that that language is really important and it's really powerful. Familia. Yeah. <laughs> Familia. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. Um, we're, you know, our second oldest is, is 15. Um, <clears throat> and she's talked about like, Hey, you know, Hey, can I get like a part-time job at Guild this summer? I'm like, I mean, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I was like, you're gonna have to interview with Colin and Rachel. Then Addie's like, like yeah, bro. Like it, you don't just get to show up. Like yeah, you yeah. gotta go interview with these guys. Yeah. Um, you and don't it, you it, don't wake up on third thinking you you hit a triple. Right. Man. That's got, right. That's you right. gotta earn that That's triple, right. man. It's uh, <laughs> and, but I, I love that the the family table. The um, we're in this because I think I, I not I think I know now more than ever people both client and employee uh, in whatever field agency client side doing whatever, working at a restaurant, you've got, yes, it's a job and like, it's whatever paying bills, but like we all want to be swept up into something that's bigger than whatever the post-tax W2 number looks like. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause that number is never as cool as yeah. <laughs> you thought it was going to be. <laughs> um, but, but the, the inclusion into the family, um, that's what clients want. That's what your team wants. That's what you want. That's what I want is, is to be a, part be a be a a string in the overall fabric of the of the thing you know we're family means staying together right and so i think clients love the family dynamic because they know that we're not going anywhere you know that our agency unfortunately has a lot of turnover and turnaround and and trizolo and and i know your company does this as well is um people matter and and keeping those people together and here and happy is is a priority and so um you know because clients want they want the same they they want consistency they also want to know that this isn't a fly-by-night situation and stability and all that good stuff and so that's important that's cool dude i could catch up with you uh publicly all day long but this is this (laughs) has been super fun um let's let's shut it down because i know you've got a you've got a scoop um we 
end the show with the same five questions. Awesome. So whatever comes to mind. I love a pop quiz. Yeah, man. Let's go. You're a rockers guy. You probably freaking aced all of them your whole life. <laughs> <laughs> all you smart rockers. No. Um, I help keep the ACT score uh, <laughs> average in check. Attainable. <laughs> um, uh, last book you read or listened to? Ooh, okay. So I just finished a, a Time for Mercy by John Grisham. Ooh. And I'm in the middle of the obstacle is the way. But yeah, uh, yeah A Time for Mercy, which is the um, several years later sequel to A Time to Kill, which okay. is good stuff. Yeah, that's great. Um, what would you do right now if you weren't afraid? <laughs> I would drop everything and like run a youth sports academy Ooh. and it Ooh. would probably be the worst decision I ever made, <laughs> but it's like, it's, it's chirping. If, yeah. It's chirping. Yeah. At me. And I have no like credentials to do that. I just yeah. see a need and that it would be fun. I've said that before, but I did, I'd go coach high school, like girls basketball or something, something weird. Yeah. That, I'd, I'd be, like go. Yeah. 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 Uh, Justin, we've lost 16 straight games. It's time for you to get back into PR. <laughs> you should probably go get a real job. Um, what is your favorite place on earth? Kansas City, Missouri. I see you. I see you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing beats it. it it's home and it's it's yep. perfect. Yep, I love it. Um, come back, number four. I'm not looking at my notes, which is always scary. I actually asked number four as number three. So the real number three question um, is, like, on a sleepy Saturday morning, what's your go-to T-shirt? Ooh, my go-to T-shirt. Uh, or one of them. I tell you what, I, I have, a, uh, I have a, a Charlie Hustle, just super soft. I mean, yeah. I wish we grew up with soft T-shirts. That's what I, dude, it's like, what were we but doing? I know. Out of touch there. Oh. But just the Long the sleeve, soft t- stiff yeah, as hell. Yeah. yeah. I've also got this um, this – Patagonia uh, yep. fishing long sleeve shirt oh, that's on. like so comfortable. Preach. Yeah. Well, yeah. Preach. All right. Last one. When it's all said and done, what do you want to be remembered for? A little heavier one. I want to be remembered as a guy that uh, became friends with everybody. It felt like a friend to everybody you met. And, and, you know, I hope that I'm remembered uh, with a smile and a handshake for, for everybody and just somebody that always looked, um, look to brighten everybody's day and, and I, I probably failed on that miserably, but uh, no, you know, man. hopefully that is uh, something, something people will remember me. A hundred percent, hundred percent. Yes. JB, it's been a pleasure. Um, we'll, we'll link to all this, but folks can kind of follow the Trizzolo story where, and the Josh Brewster story where. Yeah. Well, you know, follow, follow our story at Trizolo.com. Also on, on Facebook at Trizolo, on Twitter at Trizolo and Instagram at Trizolo. And, and, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a great place and, and we're doing some really cool work for some really cool clients and, and it's a lot of fun. So yeah, check us out. And then how about you? LinkedIn? Yeah. Find me on, find me on LinkedIn, uh, Joshua Brewster. You can call me Josh. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and then also on Twitter at Hunt Brewster, I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to balance my life and social media as well. So <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, forgive me if I take a while to get back at, get back at you. Well, uh, it's all good, <laughs> man. Uh, JB, it's been a pleasure, man. Thanks for making time. This is a real pleasure. I'm, I'm proud of you and always great to see you. Likewise, dude. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, sir. As always, thank you for listening. Your attention is super valuable, so thank you for giving it to us. 
If you're a fan of the show, please go rate and review us wherever you're listening to this. I would really appreciate it. Until next time, when we get to share another great conversation with you, have a great week and let your life tell a meaningful story.